You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey, hey, it's Randy Simone, and thanks for listening to Being Free with Simone. This month, we're tackling mental health with Black men. And I have with me Van and James. I'm not going to put y'all whole governments out there. Y'all can- I, really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do that to y'all. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, Talk about the on? fact that, like I said, I've only used Zoom like one time. And then my stupid ass puts my name as Vandal Zaddy. Like, I just- <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm going to introduce y'all. Look, it's Van and James, y'all. We're not going to put their whole governments out there. If you know them, you know them. If you don't, hey. But um, as I was telling the guys before we hopped on, I chose this topic because I think that mental health is definitely something we we just need to talk about more in our families, in our friend circles with those co-workers that we built relationships with. I know that some people don't like to talk to co-workers, but some of us actually build relationships with our co-workers. But I think that mental health is definitely a conversation that needs to be had more in as many spaces as possible. And I wanted to focus specifically on Black men because I just, from my personal experiences in dating Black men, and having Black men in my family and having friendships with Black men, I've heard some really hard things when it comes to dealing with mental health. And part of this is so I can better help y'all. Like, seriously, I want to know how I can be present in, in more ways to y'all. So, um, sorry. So I want to ask, um, you both of you all, do you feel that black men face greater mental health challenges? I'm gonna let you start on that one, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't I don't necessarily think greater. Um, because I just look at you know black women in general. I'm just like, y'all go through some shit, man. <laughs> so it's not even something that's comparable comparable to me they're separate we deal with our own battles while y'all deal with y'all battles um but by there's but i personally just don't think it's it's greater um it's it's a huge problem don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. um but but greater than what y'all deal with on a daily basis absolutely not okay (laughs) um basically kind of what it is that you said they're definitely different um, you know, I'll never belittle in any form of, uh, whatever, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, I would never belittle what women go through. I mean, especially black women without question. Um, saying, saying that, however, uh, society builds us men to have to be tough, strong, you know, stoic, withstanding all of these different things that you want to say, um, so there's no room, you know what I'm saying, to, to be emotional. There's no room to to be down. There's no room to be, you know what I'm saying, down bad, or any of those different things. And um, 
And, and a lot of times those get, you know, when those moments do happen, the average man doesn't know how to deal with that. And so it comes out in ways that aren't the healthiest, uh, either for themselves or possibly others around them. Um, so, yeah, to say that it's definitely different, I feel like it, it's a lot more acceptable for women to have support in those situations because y'all supposedly are more emotional, but we're all humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we all go through the same damn emotions. Uh, so why is it that they feel as if women are way more equipped to deal with that shit, which the emotional and the mental is a lot worse than the physical to me. You know what I'm saying? Punching me in my face is one thing, but like, you know, putting me through something mentally, like I, there's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no band-aids for that, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can heal, but yeah. you my heart, G. Exactly. Like, ain't no, ain't no, <laughs> ain't no band-aid over that type of shit. Is you know, you go to the doctor and be like, all right, yeah, you'll be off your feet for a couple of weeks. So just, you know, it ain't no shit for that. So to answer the mm-hmm. question, I just think they're different. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Okay, so I asked you all that because I actually came across an article that believes that Black men do face greater mental challenges. And I agree with you all. I mean, of course, I'm not a Black man, so I don't know. But I don't think that anybody's mental health challenges are greater than the other. But Van, you made a a statement and I think that that really stems from how we're raised I think a in a lot of situations we're taught to like be deep in our emotions like cry about let that shit out men on the other hand man up toughen up right put your chest up like fuck that shit up like and I am starting to see more now as we get older that a lot of our generation is like, uh, nah, because what happens is when we get, when we become adults, we want emotionally intelligent men, but the boys are being raised to Mm -hmm. press those emotions. So which one is it? Is it Uchiwali or one mic? Definitely. That's, that's exactly it. Uh, And that's the problem. Cause like you said, again, you you even have women that are asking for emotionally intelligent men would be raising sons and still be on that old be, be tough type shit. And it's like, understand that you're perpetuating this cycle all over. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. that's listen, that's not a knock to women as a whole. We're talking society in general just teaches men that we should not be affected by anything emotional or anything mm-hmm. mental. You're supposed to just dust yourself off and get it back moving. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're taught. You know, just like I said, it's like, Women, little girls, y'all taught to set it up to be a wife. Here's a here's a kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Cooking station. You know, here's a toy vacuum. Every movie that y'all watch is some dude. Five years old, and you're being grown to be a wife. I don't. Right. Even, I'm not even thinking about boys. From, <laughs> exactly. You talking about from day one? Like I said, just your one of your first toys is a is a baby doll. You Not a woman in my family like, doesn't know how to cook. Exactly. That, but that's what I'm saying. So my thing is like, it, you you have to look at it from the ground floor. So it's hard as fuck for, excuse my language, for anybody to be like, oh, grown ass man, be emotionally intelligent. How? You know? <laughs> like, right. You know, and so they're, they're, you're, you're, even though what you're saying is right, 
you're combating 20 plus years of ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you're saying right now is not going to pierce anything for real. You know what I'm saying? Because you're literally telling this person to undo everything that they've been taught, not only from their family, but from television, from their jobs, and all of these things, and you're telling them to switch off. And not to say that it's not possible, is that it's literally going to take men to be open to realizing that you've learned the wrong way. And it's good, like, that, that's literally going to take some sense of self and wanting to improve. It's like real way of work. But it's going to take yeah. a major 180 to everything that we look at, we read, all these different things within history and realize this ain't right. This is how it should be handled. And the reality of it is just me being just being upfront about it. You're not going to change the grown men. You're not going to change them. You're going to change the young boys. That's who you change. That's who you influence. And that's who becomes the actual men are just supposed to be in the future. But these grown dudes, these older dudes, until they're ready to make a change or switch up, it's not going to happen. So Been there. Tried that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not working. I can can definitely speak to that because my dad, (laughs) my dad, I, I draw the comparison between my pops and Denzel Washington's character in Fences. Like, wow. you have a roof over your head. You got food on the table. Right. Like, his pops was very stern with him growing up. So fast forward to, you know, my sisters and me. He's like, well, this is the blueprint that was passed on to me. So this is the blueprint I'm going to adopt with them. Not right. realizing, and people don't realize that <laughs> their kids are individuals. I, I said this other day: your kids are individuals, separate of coming from your loins. <laughs> like right. they have their own right. identity, they have their own personality, and a lot of parents don't have the tools to um, respect that because of the generation that they came from. Right. So, like that, it goes back to that whole breaking the cycle thing. So, like coming down to me. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's an asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not necessarily. I don't ever recall him tough, saying tough enough, don't cry about that or anything like that. But I do recall instances where, like, I may have been crying about something like, you know, a cousin or something like, why are you crying about that? Or something happened, <coughs> excuse me, and I'm and they like, quit being a tattletale. I'm like, no, nah, this fucking thing hurt right. me. <laughs> like, what are you talking right. about? Don't be a tattletale. So then that starts the cycle within you like all right i just ain't gonna talk about nothing like right. i'm gonna just eat that i'm gonna just go through life looking at this and then like i said my pops was this model or something i'm like oh yeah that's what a man does he provides he protects he does this who got time for emotions you know you got to get to them got to make sure you're making a living etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. so like you know i got to this point where those ideals just class i'm like no nah, i'm more emotionally in tune than i want to be <laughs> right but like no nah, society is telling me no nah, i need to be this way and that just ended up clashing for me and right. uh yeah it really like 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 van was saying unlearning 20 plus years of bullshit right you know um that takes a toll on you too so yeah like because this, this uh, go ahead i'm sorry go ahead yeah i was about to say like the world opens up man because that because it's not to say that I was always this, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that's just the truth, you know? That's not the, you know, everybody wants to be like, yeah, I've been, you know, disenlightened like for a minute. Like, 
nigga, no. I was definitely on that board when I was younger. Facts. Like, we're not even going to hold it in. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of one of those situations where it's like, when you know better, you do better. There's some people that know, and they're like, well, it's just me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right, it's right. It's just how I am. And it's, nah, bro. Like, when you got a clear conscience that you know you <laughs> own that ball, bro, like, you can't just keep and pushing. you're not forward. even willing to. You're not even willing to switch it up. Because people, like, you kind of said it, like, Jay, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a, it takes a toll. Because it's like, bro, I can't do that no more. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's wrong? Like, but it was working. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was working. It, it was, was working. working. That's not cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's literally like you have to break yourself, but you you have to to be willing to because you realize it's for the greater good of not only people, right, but literally just for yourself. And that speaks volumes to your character. It's not I'm doing this because it's going to give me more attention from women or whatever the hell like another person's motivation might be. It's literally I'm doing the right thing because whatever I was on beforehand was off you know like yeah. this is not cool to continue forward like this and so and this like happened like way before like even my daughter got here and so it's like even now having her in my presence it's it's just you know i have to be at a place where i'm emotionally intelligent because i need to be able to communicate with her mm. properly when she's having issues like i have to and that's not all because she's a girl it's like no i have a child children run the gamut of emotions they feel things that they've never felt before and all of these are first experiences for them so i have to be able to allow her to feel or you know god willing if i have a son one day it's like i have to have the, it's the space to allow them to feel uh right. so they know once they get older like it's okay and be able to communicate these things properly so yeah i had to but not everybody's willing to go through go through that dirt because unfortunately but yeah. you know what i'm saying that that mirror <laughs> show how ugly you are flat out like Listen, that's just what it is james and i were just talking about that like that shit is it's ugly yeah mm -hmm. and it hurt right, right. yeah mm -hmm. you gotta do it you gotta do it you, you like, like to. This, the only way out is through and and, and I, I'm a, I'm a true believer in that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no shortcuts. Ain't no talking around. It's like, no, nah, you gotta feel that shit. You gotta get into it. You gotta feel that shit, and you gotta get past. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, you're gonna be you're gonna be bigger. You're gonna be stronger. But you 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 gotta do the dirt. You got to. You know. James, you touched on it on um, <clears throat> speaking about you know how your dad was when you were growing up, and that kind of um, was a perfect segue into my next question. Um, I wanted to know what did addressing mental health look like in your household growing up? And then how does that defer or compare to how you address mental health now? Hmm. Um, so <laughs> we put my business out here. So, <laughs> so pops, pops will not, will not go, right. Will not go to therapy. Uh, but my mom did. And I remember when I was younger, my mom going. Um, I didn't really encounter any like mental health issues until I hit 30. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Like Van was saying, um, what do you mean? I can't do that no more. Like right. the way I was doing shit from 18 to 29, I hit 30 and it was just like, nah, bro. 
<laughs> we can't do that no more. Like we grown we, now. Yeah, like nah, bro. Like, and I was feeling like all this anxiety, and it was a lot of personal stuff going on at the time too. But like, I just felt in like it physically manifested itself in my body. I'm like, yo, I gotta go get help. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I, you know, thirty is supposed to be good or whatever. I don't think I'm having a midlife crisis, but like, some mentally just ain't ain't right. Uh, but as far as like addressing it in my family, like it's one of those um, family problems stay family problems <laughs> type thing. Ooh. Luckily, there are pockets of people in my family that have gone and gotten help. But it, I can't honestly say that it's been like something that uh, is like, yeah, we're going to go do that. Like that's beneficial or whatever. Like it's always, you know segments of people here and there or whatever it's not like as a family like yeah you should go do that you know because it's that stigma like what do you mean something's wrong like what do you mean you're depressed <laughs> like what do you right. mean you have anxiety what are you talking about like right. boy get out of here type shit so it wasn't really addressed i had to actively luckily at the time i had somebody that was going to therapy and um i have friends around me that you know, we're in that generation where, like, going to therapy, like, yeah, go, go, see, go see about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had people that was like, no, I'm sending you a list now. Like, you need to go talk about this or whatever. So I had a good village behind me that pushed me to do it, and I was receptive to it because mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is probably something I needed. So I got it more so from, you know, close friends inner circle versus like family because you know how family can be. So. Ain't nobody about to get all up in their business. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, I guess, well, kind of to answer that question for me, um, one thing I could say, like, I was definitely raised differently than a lot of the kids that I was around um, with my mom uh, because she really, like, allowed me to express myself and what it is that I was feeling as a kid. You know, um, also, like I said, people were very weirded out by our relationships because we were so close. Like to this day, like she's one of my homies. I talk to her like I talk to my homeboys, my homegirls. That's how I talk to her. But it's not like, a, you know, I don't have respect for her as my mother. Right. It's like, oh, we're literally that that type, you know. Right. But she allowed me to to have my emotions and to have my feelings. So when it came to interacting with other kids, they always looked at me like I was weird. Cause I might flat out say like, yeah, that hurt my feelings. You know, you're seven <laughs> years old saying that to another dude. Like, like, nigga, the fuck is you talking about? Like it did though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm right. just saying it. Like, it don't mean I'm not gonna throw these hands. Like, whatever. But I'm gonna let you know hands. why I'm throwing these hands. Right. Like, understand yeah. what yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand <laughs> where all this stems from. You feel me? Right. And uh, you know, I would rather talk it out with you about the situation and to go there. However, if necessary, we can take it to that to that realm. <laughs> And so um, when it came to it, I guess for me, like I would probably say around 19 years old, I had a really bad breakup um, with the girl who I just, you know, and it's one of those, like we on and off for six, seven years, like one of those, one of those situations, we gonna end up getting married, having kids, da -da -da -da, mm -hmm. right, one of them. And then, you know, she got the college and, it just was not cracking for your boy no more. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I was the hell bad. <laughs> you know, I was the hell bad. <laughs> and, 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 and I didn't know what was wrong. 
You know what I'm saying? I was on my mama's couch in the dark. He was probably over there blasting like B2K at ignorantly. You know what I'm saying? I'm hurting. (laughs) Niggas is hurting. I'm on that couch. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, I've been there, bro. Right. And so my mom just was like, you know what I mean? Like I said, I ain't never, I ain't never for real felt that, felt that, like that. And so my mom's like, no, we need to, we need to go see somebody. And so, but I'm, I'm so out of it at that, at that point, I'm just like, man, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, let's do it. And so I went and, um, you know, how they put it off to you in the movies and on TV shows and shit like that. Like, especially mm-hmm. even back then, like, you know, only crazy people do this and, oh, they're going to put you through electrotherapy and pump you full of pills and shots and all of that. And so you have this. You know, you have this idea of what therapy is and you're terrified. And you're like, I ain't crazy. I ain't doing that. I ain't crazy. Like, and it wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. Like, she sat there, she listened to me. And, and what, you know what I'm saying? What, what had me talk, talk me through my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and I just know I, I felt different off of that first go. And I just kept going. Um, you know, and then it got to a point like where they did, like, like they did prescribe me uh, some antidepressants. And I, I wasn't a fan of those. Not to say, like, don't do them. For some people, it works. It's absolutely wonderful for some people. For me, however, I felt like a zombie. I couldn't do it. Like, I didn't feel anything. I was just this across the board. And I was like, nah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. So I had to, I had to get off that. It wasn't my thing. But um, like I said, same kind of going back around, like, to where, like, it, it was very like my mom very much so allowed me, uh, <clears throat> you know, to be able to feel those things, and also was kind of the first person who introduced me into getting to getting help and things of that nature once things got you know too bad. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do y'all feel that? Well, not do you feel because I'm sure you do, but <laughs> how important I guess is mental health. Um, recognition and support to you all in your romantic and platonic relationships? Huge. Huge. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. For me, that's huge. I, I can't even befriend anyone who isn't in some form or fashion emotionally intelligent. And that doesn't mean that everybody's going to go like going to go through mm. these drastic bouts of depression and you gotta go to therapy as a human you all must go to therapy you know what i'm saying some folks is cool like some folks is and and i'm good with that however that's also going to take a level of emotional intelligence still even to be on that cool you can't just be running around ignorant like i can't rock with you so friend lover doesn't matter like it needs to be some form of something there that shows that you're aware of yourself uh, to you as well as how it is that you are being to others. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not like, we can't, we can't, we can't rock. Nothing about that's cool. Like uh, that, that kind of off the cuff shit, I guess was fun when I was 20, like niggas yeah. in their thirties. <laughs> right, right, right. It was fun as hell when we was young and dumb. Exactly. When we were stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, that's <laughs> not cool, nigga. <laughs> nah, yeah. like that. Now? No, right, no, I don't. I'm cool, I'm good. Fuck out of here. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, definitely had more fun when I was broke. That's a fact. Right. <laughs> like, what do you, 
Money's you know, involved now. Niggas got yeah, bills. Yeah, money's involved. Niggas got bills and like. Niggas got too much shit to lose now. <laughs> right. Yeah, shit's, 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 shit's fucked up right now. So, like, it, it, um, it, it was cool when I could just go back to my mama house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's fucked up now, you know. But um, it's a different type of fun. But um, I, I can honestly say I've been blessed with like a group of friends, you know, Van being one of them, my other homeboys and homegirls that uh, are like sound mentally and are aware of their emotions and can articulate that as such or whatnot. Because I've always been a communicator for the most part. Um, I had trouble with, um, like like Van was talking about his mom, me and Mama White are, are close or whatnot. Um, but with my mom, she's a, a fixer. And sometimes you don't need a fixer. You just need somebody to listen and let you talk through the process. And then nine times out of 10, for me personally, I can figure out what I need to do if I'm talking, talking it out loud or whatever. So that introduced me to like, oh, you can actually deal with people in doses. <laughs> like I can only, <laughs> so I can only tolerate you to a certain extent. I can only tolerate you to a certain extent. Right. And that's cool or whatever. So I've always, you know, uh, now that I'm looking back at it, had a sound group of friends in my inner circle that have been uh, really, really dope as far as that because we kind of all like grew up together. You know, you can right. see the ever, you can see the evolution in a lot of people and. Luckily for me, everybody wanted to be better. So it made it a lot easier. Um, for my as far as relationships go, because I have seen how mental health can go wrong. Right. <laughs> and I uh with a bad breakup, and I can see how it can go right with another relationship when you actually do the work and not necessarily take offense to what's being said, actually hear and articulate what somebody is telling you how they Lucky feel trigger right now man yeah, i'm sorry i'm sorry but it, it can it can happen i am Listen, a, talking i just i just want people to take care of their all i'm gonna yeah. say yeah um but you gotta want to though you gotta you want, to want to though to. um and like van said it, it'll get dirty <laughs> it's gonna get very 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 he froze up that I'm here, and I don't want to make... Uh-oh, I froze up. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> All right, cool. I was saying, well, what I was saying, though, now that I'm here, I don't want to make it sound like I'm some guru or anything. I'm only, I've only been with my therapist two years now, and, like, I give... Every time we talk, I give him his props. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> you when I do get married, you got an invite to that bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, so... um but yeah, I don't want to make it sound like I'm a guru or anything, but it, it it's like it's like necessary for me because like unfortunately you're going to be bringing some baggage into a situation. <laughs> Y'all got to work through that. So you have, you have to. For sure. For I sure. mean, what I'm what I'm learning as a black woman, like I said, in my dealings with black men, is that for the the most part, I feel like we're all kind of in that same place right now where everybody wants to address their traumas or whatever have you like. Everybody wants to be a better person. Everybody's aware that, hey, I might not have been worth shit. 
but I'm right. thinking that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hurt some people. I didn't done some people wrong. I didn't move a little reckless, but moving forward, like let me unpack my shit and let me be a better person. But also in seeing that is what's been difficult for me is in certain situations, the, there have been men who are, I guess. I've seen how they grew up and I know a lot of the shit that they went through growing up. So knowing that, I think sometimes it's hard to deal with when you know so much about a person. Um, I'm trying to get to how I'm, how I want to articulate this. So I guess like going to therapy is one thing, right? I can't sit in therapy with you. I mean, I can, if I'm in, but that's really for you. Mm-hmm. But when people aren't unpacking everything, mm-hmm. right? A therapist is only <clears throat> going. They can only help you through what you what you mm-hmm. bring them. So if you're still holding on to stuff, and I was there, I was like there for a while. Like when I first started going to therapy, like for real, for real, I was holding a lot of shit back. I was like, and then I was like, is this woman helping me? And then I was like, girl, you're not telling her everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the crazy thing even about that, not to cut you off, is like that's just like working out. Like you only cheating yourself. You know what I'm saying? You try Absolutely. to cut through try to cut through these reps and all of that. Like, nigga, you ain't gonna be strong. I'm good regardless. Right. But um I guess for me, it's kind of been hard to, because I am, I'm a sort of a fixer too. And that's kind of been my issue um, in previous situations. I want to fix everything. I, I don't want to, I don't want to let stuff like go on. I want to dwell on stuff. Like, let me, tell me how I can help you. But I don't know how to, and I, maybe, maybe it's because that's just not my place. I be wanting to help people through their demons and it frustrates me when I can't. Right. Um, and so in me having more black men as friends who I can talk to and like better understand how like y'all deal with stuff, I guess helps me. Um, but shit, it'd be hard to talk to y'all sometimes. <laughs> like, sometimes it's sometimes it's very sometimes it's easy. And it flows, but sometimes it's really, really fucking hard when you get to the ugly shit. Like yeah. here's some shit we ain't been talking about, but we know we gotta talk about it. Like that's hard. Like, so how do we get into like get in to be able to talk to y'all? Mm. I I I was bad at that. I was stonewall a motherfucker, like, hey, <laughs> you touching a spot that like might be a little a little too fresh. I don't know if we want to want to go there. Um, I think it actually, in my opinion, that actually depend, depends on the guy, mm-hmm. like, um, and his judge of character. Like, if I, I, I know you're a genuine person from the time period I've known you, or whatever. So, like, I know you're only asking me something or um, doing a deep dive into my shit because you care. So if I have my radar up or any type of sense about them, I'm like, oh shit, she's actually asking 
probing questions about shit that's bothering me for a reason though you know i think a lot of men unfortunately have like you said that whole cycle of like tough enough tough enough they've been scarred so much when some right. a woman comes around or not even necessarily a woman or a, it could be a guy too someone starts asking these Anybody questions just ask why are you asking like <laughs> it's it's fight or flight right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so right. and a lot of them just decide i'm gonna choose flight so I'm just going to stonewall you. I'm going to be dry. I'm going to give you one word questions. Or I'm going to just dip all together. <laughs> so frustrating. No, yeah. when, you're, when you're expected to, because I, I just assuming that, you know, for any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship, I'm just going to go ahead and assume like if there's not mm-hmm. some sort of arrangement that two people are, or how many of the people you want in this thing, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're there because you're expecting them to provide some sort of support for you. So mm-hmm. I guess my thing is, how do I provide support if you don't let me in? I don't mm-hmm. know how to do that because I am a person who is in tune with my emotions. I like to talk shit out. Like I just... <laughs> Because if not, like I'm gonna bring, I'm still, I'm gonna tuck it away, and I'm gonna bring this shit back up two months later. But <laughs> you ain't want to talk to me about that. Da, da, da. Well, yeah. it's on my heart, and I really want to talk about it. So are you ready? <laughs> See, that's the that's Whoa. the thing, right? That, that's the thing, right? You're not gonna be able to have those kind of conversations without it being someone who's emotionally intelligent and willing to communicate. You're not gonna be able to force that. You know, unless you want to just sit and work and work and chip at this until eventually they let it out, you know, uh, which. No, nah, that's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to say. <laughs> Who got the time? Who got the time? You know, I can say, you know what I'm saying, kind of contrary to, 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 to Jay's experiences. Uh, me, personally, I can say that I've scared women and possibly scared them off by being so forthcoming about my emotions and what I'm feeling and how things are making me feel and being completely upfront with all of that because I thought that I had a safe space with them and I can be completely exposed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go from certain situations where women like, oh man, just don't express themselves and communicate their issues and da da It's like, oh, word? All right, cool. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> like this what y'all asked for? Hey, whoa, whoa, dude, damn. Like, oh, shit. Whoa. You know, I didn't, I didn't mean that much, my man. It's not, it's not always pretty, man. It's not. It's like, nigga, you wanted to hear it. I'm going to tell you what it is. Like, yeah. like you like you, you started this up. Let's talk. Like, we going to have this conversation. And then they be like, damn, I, you know, and it, it, that becomes a level of responsibility. So saying that to say, Number one, find someone who who is emotionally intelligent in some form or fashion. Number two, be honest if you're ready for the responsibility of being that for another person. Because that is a it's it's a big responsibility. That's a huge responsibility because that's not beyond me being a man and dealing with the bullshit in society that teaches me that I'm not supposed to be the way that I am. As a Libra, I don't like rocking boats. And so a lot of times I will I will hold things back for the sake of harmony. You know what I'm saying? Until shit gets entirely too uncomfortable for me. And at that point, I got to communicate. 
Yep. So regardless of how it is, it is sounding when it comes out of my mouth, understand that this was difficult as hell for me to get to this point to where mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, you've made me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you about it. Realize just how serious that was for me. And then at that point, let's deal with it properly. So it, it's like it, 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 you have to it, like if that's the responsibility that you want with me, understand when I vocalize something, mm-hmm. it's dead fucking serious. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. And I'm going to give you that <laughs> same respect when you come to me. But I need for you to understand just how hard this was right. for me to be this open with you take this serious. So those are the two things. Finding someone who's emotionally intelligent, but two, also realizing within yourself, are you truly ready for that level of responsibility? If you're not, don't ask for that. Don't, oh, I want a man mm-hmm. to be open. Like, you don't find uh-huh. a motherfucker that's going to be open. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You, you really want that. And I exactly. think it's a matter of meeting somebody who's at maybe not your exact um, level of emotional intelligence, but is around there because it's it's levels to this shit. Right. It's really levels to it. Um, On this, absolutely. I mean, I know how deep, you know, I'm willing to go with unpacking shit, shit but, you know, I don't want to, like, have to be dealing with somebody who, oh, I don't never talk about my shit. I just started going to therapy last week, and I ain't gonna talk to you about this shit. Like, I don't <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can be cool, but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. <laughs> Good luck on your journey. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe, maybe you know, see if I'm still available anybody after you didn't have about a year of therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause that first week, that first week of breeze by week for me personally, by week three, I was like. What the fuck did I get into? <laughs> like, I was like, I can't back out now. <laughs> see, and that, and see, that's the thing for me because, like, right now I'm in the market for um, a new therapist, right? Uh, because my therapist stopped taking our, my my insurance, which whack because I got into the groove Same. with this one, and they was like, yeah. It's so, heartbreaking because I'm like, yeah, I gotta like, go unpack all this shit with somebody new. Because it's or pay not, out of pocket. It's not, exactly. And it, not only that, I got to do this with someone new, but they might not be the therapist for me. Yeah. So I might be going through that process where I'm seeing two, three people and I eventually find the person, which they don't tell people about this. You know what I'm saying? They think every therapist you go to is mm-hmm. the one and all of them do the same thing and all of them are supposed to give you the same outlook. And a lot of people aren't told like, hey, if you go to a therapist and you're not feeling it, that wasn't the one for you. I feel but my the, therapist out like I feel out my nail tick. If this ain't working, it ain't working. It ain't working. But you got to also be strong enough to, mm-hmm. to deal with that. And it's not to say that like anybody who isn't is weak. It's a lot, number one, to just be like, I'm going to go to therapy. But then imagine I'm going to go to therapy, but I went to, this, I went to this joint and it was whack. Now yeah. how much worse do I feel Knowing that I tried it and it wasn't popping, right. I'm not going. So it's like it's one of those things. It's like we have to mentally prepare people and realize, like, hey, you might go to this one and you hit it off and it's good. You might go to this one and that shit is just not giving you that energy you need. I don't want you to be discouraged by that, mm-hmm. but you just have to find the one that's for you. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
I have been seeing a bit on social media, you know, I, at first I feel like people were kind of cracking jokes about it, but then I was like, nah, like it's a serious thing. So that during this time, you know, everything that we've been dealing with this year is making a lot of men see that, you know, they're kind of reevaluating their friendships. Um, and I guess it's, it boils down to the point that a lot of them don't feel like solid support. They have friends, you know, like, Hey, this is my drinking buddy. Like we kick it. Um, so what, I mean, what are y'all thoughts on that? Um, but I personally, I said when all this shit started kicking off, when people were forced to sit at home, I said a lot of people aren't going to like a lot of things about themselves because you're forced to sit in the vicinity of your home with your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, and constantly look at this person every single day and spend all this time with them and fuck around and look up and be like, I really don't like you like that. (laughs) And then look in the mirror and be like, I really don't like you like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when, you, when you're when you not constantly on the move, you're forced to reckon with stuff that you continuously just put in the back of your mind or put 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 off or whatever. Um, I can honestly see that with, with friends. A lot of, you know, friendships are fake. A lot of friendships are built, built on, aren't built on anything. You know, y'all ain't really, you know, y'all ain't really been through nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I can see why it's like making you look around at your circle and be like, oh, like uh, somebody going out there to Atlanta with no mask on. <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're dumb. <laughs> so uh, I can see why it's backfiring. You're looking like, damn, I ain't, I've been stagnant. I wonder why. And you're looking at your circle and like, oh, yeah, y'all ain't really moving like that. Y'all ain't really doing nothing. You're doing right. the same shit. We ain't really evolving like we should be. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's just with friendships. I think it's with, just with individuals, at, mm-hmm. period. So, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you tenfold on that. Like I said, this, uh, you know, like we were kind of just talking about it. Like I said, it's, it's that mirror that you ain't got no choice. Like I, I would say, like right before all of this shit went crazy, I just kind of like was going through a transitional period. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a level of growth on my end, personally, professionally, uh, all of these different things. And so I just started noticing how people, I've spent a massive chunk of my life uh, with all were kind of switching up. You know what I'm saying? You know, like it's like they say, new levels, new devils. And you just notice like your folks, people who, you know, you'll run through a brick wall for, they really ain't your folk no more. They, they ain't your folks no more. Then, like you, you, you get to that point where you realize that like people like you, where you at, you know, which might be, mm-hmm. which might be you were beneath them, and they were the big dog, and they were the one that was on, and they were the one that was getting... collection plated. You, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? It then your ass start getting to it. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 and at that point, it's like shit's different. The dynamic has now changed. You know what I'm saying? And if you truly love me, if you truly rock with me like that, you rock with me, regardless of what I'm on, up or down, 
you're supposed to be here. And Cass was on that different stuff, and folks was just looking, picking little stupid, dumb battles to fight their exes because they really couldn't deal with the fact that I was on some different stuff. And it, it did, like I said, then the world shut down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, I ain't got no choice but to be with me. No choice but to be with me, but to deal with all of this new stuff that I'm feeling, everything that I'm going through. And beyond the fact that, I mean, I, I love social interaction and all of that type of stuff, which sucks. I can't be around people and all of that and all of those things. But personally, it's it's been good. <laughs> it's been good. I, I, I do have to say that because, like I said, it, and I don't shy away from myself. But I'm not the average person. The average person who completely like I'm busy, busy, busy doing this, this, that, and the third. I'm driving around, going here, going to these places, going this, that, and the third. You don't take no time to yourself at all. Now, when all of this shit shut down, you get to see all that ugly shit. And like, damn, I do not fuck with me. Yeah. You need to get this shit on point before yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of it. Like before yeah. you doing all that additional stuff, because you was doing all all that other stuff is background noise, right? All this people don't spend noise. enough. Uh, people don't spend enough time by themselves. I oh. love my alone time. Yes, love it, love it yes. because you can't get to know yourself if you don't spend time with yourself. Period. <laughs> Point blank. Period. You cannot. Period. So while this year has been you know ugly in a lot yeah. of different ways it's really been like beautiful because yeah. the healing the looking deeper into your shit like me personally i can't do nothing but be grateful for that because i was like if you was running around like hopping on the plane every month like running here doing this being in this you wouldn't have had time to do that right mm-hmm. You Fast. wouldn't have had time. Period. There's no, there's no way for you to have been able to do all of that and have a, a strong grasp upon yourself. Like, and, I, and it's not to knock people. Like, and I don't know. I never wanted to come off like I'm hating, but it's like you're running from something. You know, and it's not that because, like I said, there are people out there who have a full grasp of that, but also live their lives, which is great. But you, y'all know the people I'm talking about. Y'all know, y'all know. I used to stay in the club, getting drunk. You know why I stayed in the club, getting drunk? Because I didn't want to deal with my shit. Exactly. Trust me. Like I said, <laughs> it's, it's escapism in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we were now all put in a situation where it's like, need you can't escape. But the folks that didn't want to escape were still out of these fucking clubs, out at brunch. You know what I'm saying? It's working on the tables and shit. And it's like, it's a pan-fucking-demic going on. (laughs) Niggas are dying. Literally. worried about chickens and waffles. What's really good? Like, I'm going to need you to take this serious. I get it. You don't want to to not be there. You end up with a sequin in your grid. Yeah, like, dude, it's not, it's not, it's not that deep. Like, sit your ass down. And, and deal with what's going on. Like, that's, that's what's necessary. I think we just lost Jen. I think we did. Oh. Oh, what a fool though. <laughs> internet bill. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am just so we don't have, like, dead space because it is. Yeah, real. for sure. But I am. Um, so 
do you feel that, I guess, how do you feel that your friend groups have evolved? Um, I guess what you require, I guess this is a better way for me to say it, what you require from your friendships. How do you feel that that's evolved? Um, I know, I know I'm not here for users. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not here for users, for people who are, are looking to take advantage. And that doesn't necessarily mean monetarily. But if I notice that I'm a talking wall for you, you know what I'm saying? You just come to me to vent and just talk to me about your issues. Like, because like, that's me. I'm kind of like you when you were talking about that. Like I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm definitely a fixer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me by nature. I want to make sure like that all of my folks are good. And if there's anything that I personally can do in order to fix something with my, my folks, I'm going to jump right in front of that shit. Um, but then it got to a place, like I said, where I realized it's like, why am I taking away of all of this shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So these other people can feel light, you know, and not to say to not be there for your people, but you know, when it's not, you know when it's not, you know, when there's a lack of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely changed. And it's like, it's non-negotiable. It's like I said, it, it reciprocity, big. Um, you know what I'm saying? You cannot be a person that's looking to take advantage, emotional intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Those, you have to be a kind person. Like, I don't, I, 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 I can't just be around jerks. I can't just be around malicious people for the sake of hilarity or whatever the hell it is that they think is going on. Like I'm, I'm too old for any of that. And I'm also a believer that, um, that outside of our interactions, you are a representation of me wherever you're at. And, uh, and if you out on that bullshit, you, my homie, I'm on that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And, and and so that's all we're like, man, look at man, look, look at Jay out there fucking running yeah. around making and shit. <laughs> I was like, all right, hey, the phone call, nigga, was good. You got the street, you got the, the, the gang looking goofy right now. What's <laughs> popping? You know what I'm saying? Like, so that those are those are non-negotiables for me. Uh, I don't care what walk of life you come from, uh, but those things, you're kind, reciprocity, you're not a user. Um uh, those are those are the biggest ones. And at that point, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we build upon that, but that's the foundation for me. Like I, I don't in, in any form, friendship, love, or anyways. Like it's that's that's it right there, you know. Okay. So while you took your little break away from us, <laughs> I didn't take right. a break. I don't know what was going down. I mean, oh, if you need a bathroom break, boy, pay, boy, pay a metro bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That cricket internet went that south. Cricket internet <laughs> went popping on that boy. <laughs> <laughs> But I asked asked Van, though, so asking you, how do you feel that your um, friendships have evolved, like, in in, as far as what you now require as a grown man, what you require out of your friendships now? Um, Or any relationships. Well, at least, at least, like, romantically, like, um... I don't, I'm a, I, I'm like you, like, let, let's talk through it. <laughs> like, um, like you need to take a break for a minute. All right, cool. But we're going to get back. We're going to talk it. about it. <laughs> we're going to get back to it or whatever. And, you know, if we got to table it for the night, we'll table it for the night, but we got to solve it. Um, 
as far as my friendships, like they, like I, I kid you not, they are like really, really solid. Um, partially because for one, I've had like the same close group of friends for like over ten years, and um, luckily, like as black men, a lot of them are emotionally sound, which is super, super dope. I mean, they might end. We might have an in-depth conversation, and like you know get to the root of some shit and then we ended with like but you still a punk though but like you know that's just how we you know show love or anything like that but um shit like me and van relationship we tight like right. van has called me and be like yo how you doing what you want or whatever and i've hit him up like what's what's good what you want or whatever you know sure. checking in on each other and stuff like that so right. um it's just a it's a respect thing like mm-hmm. if you really claim that you fuck with somebody and care about them regardless of like what they got going on or what they can do for you show that you know um if anything this this time in the house shows you we're here (laughs) we're not here a long time (laughs) um a lot of a lot of us have lost people unfortunately um and it, it sucks but um definitely give folks their flowers you know why you can give them it's cliche but it's real as fuck. Real. It's super, right. super real. So um, yeah, they've been they've maintained and it's 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 super dope, you know. So beautiful. Yeah. So my last question for you all is if there's any advice you would have to any man like yourself who could possibly be struggling with their mental health. I got it. Um you're only imprisoning yourself by not being no friend with you that's the truth i don't give a fuck how free you think you are walking around doing all of these things bro you are in a prison within yourself not being real not being your true you that only comes from being able to openly know express any of these things that you're feeling internally and being being cool with those you know, and that's the, the the pain, the anger, all of these things, like not to kind of like go off on a tangent, but it's not a tangent. But like in the music industry, dudes will always say, I would rather have a woman manager than a man manager. Hmm. And reason is, and I, and I can say this, is that a lot of times when there's uh, discrepancies between men it can't just be left at we got issues or we at you know what I'm saying like that. that's just what it is it's going to escalate to something else mm-hmm. possibly a fight possibly somebody gets hurt somebody gets killed mm-hmm. all because y'all had a disagreement that didn't have to go as far as it went mm-hmm. and a lot of that comes <laughs> from dudes just not being upfront. not even necessarily vocalizing and saying yo that hurt my feelings or or, or, you know what I'm saying? That made me mad. But, like, mentally knowing that that's what it did right. and realizing what it's doing to you in your body, just having knowledge of that allows you to be able to maintain it or work around it while it's happening. And so much of it is men not knowing how to deal with the emotion that they're feeling at that time. Mm-hmm. Something happens and it hurt their feelings, I'm going to punch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't the answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tried to talk to her. She didn't want to, to give me her number. That hurt my feelings. 
gonna call her a bitch. Like that's not how you do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that. That's the the, the key to it. And it, I mean, it helps beyond helping themselves. This society as a whole, because everything is in the angle for men. Everything is as fucked up as it is. It's just the truth. Everything is in angle for men. We are the, the 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 runners of all of this shit because the way society has been completely set up, it's angled for us to have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way. I want to make sure that I get that out there. But if that's the case, my because I don't want nobody coming for my neck. <laughs> exactly right. I want to make sure that that's clear. Like, I don't agree that it should be that way. However, what we're dealing with right now is what it is mm-hmm. until what well, we kind of talked about at the beginning. We start raising these kids to do the right damn thing because they're going to be the fixers of this. It's not going to be us. It's going to be the children. And people are like, they're trying to change all these fucking 40, 50, 60 year old ass men and shit. It's like, nigga, no, they about to die. Like, it's not. not, (laughs) And that's just the truth. You know what I mean? They believe what they they believe. Like, they they not listening on them. (laughs) It's nothing that you're about to say to any of them that's about to change any of this. So what I'm saying is, it's like, this is for anybody who has any type of influence over any young man, uh, whether it be your child, whether it be your nephew, whatever the hell it is, if you got any form of influence, you have to have to teach them how to, to, to be at one with what they're feeling, realize what they're feeling. And then at that point, be solutions based in that. But be okay with feeling what you're feeling. Sometimes you might need to take a step back. You know what I'm saying? Or just accept the loss as a loss. You got to be able to deal with it, but you can't punch assault your way out of this because first off it's wrong because you mad yeah because you mad first off it's wrong secondly whatever enjoyment that you thought you got out of that is completely fleeting and thirdly in some form of fashion it's going to come back to you or you're going to get in trouble like none of this is cool this isn't to your benefit in any way shape or form so you have to do this for not only yourself but honestly, for the sake of society as a whole, this is absolutely necessary. So that's what I would say. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. James, you got anything on it? That nigga froze up again. Uh, I froze up again. <laughs> Do I need to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Am I still here? Am I still here? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Don't play with me, man. I don't know what cricket on. Um no, but like like I said, Van took all the solid points. Um, I I would just <laughs> add add to that. Um, there's nothing wrong with getting help. Um, <laughs> for me personally, like I felt like, man, I'm the only person feeling this, and clearly I'm not. So for any black man or black woman out there, you're not the only person that's feeling like lost or, um like helpless or down or angry or whatever it's just that's just the way it is in in this world and in society with all these pressures and the pressure we put on ourselves and what society tells us you need to be this this and this and this and this um and unlearning all of that too um so yeah if you feel like you need to go get help it, and yeah it's cool having you know a circle where you can vent to them and any, everything like that um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, like actually seeing somebody that's professionally trained in that has helped me a ton because, um, 
your friends can't give you tools to navigate it all the time, whereas a professional can. Uh, my therapist has given me some great tools. Uh, never in a million years would you have told me, yeah, meditating helps you, Jay White. <laughs> like, what? Like, you got to be kidding me or whatever. Every morning when I wake yeah, up. Exactly. Every- or uh, being intentional with your words, like how that can affect your day and things like that. Like, 20 to 28, 9, 29 year old me been like, well, you wilding or whatever, but it, it's real or whatever. So I don't, I want people to feel like it's okay to go get help. It doesn't make you any less than to do that. Um, it actually makes you like for you to be self-aware enough to be like, yeah, I need that. <laughs> that actually, I tip my hat to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, takes a, it takes a lot. It's, it's humbling as hell. Don't get me wrong. Um, there are going to be times where you don't want to do it. Like I, like I said, about the third week of my therapy sessions, I was like drained mentally because I went in for grief and then we started unpacking shit from my childhood. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, but I it's all, <laughs> but it's, it's all tied together. You grief because of 30 plus years of how you grieved before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You, your behaviors and your actions are because of 30 plus years of how you moved and behaved and how you acted then. Yep. It's all, as much as you want to be like, nah, that's not connected. All that shit is connected. Is. All, of <laughs> all of it's connected. So um, getting help to navigate that and to be self-aware and better understand you and better understand your triggers so okay. that somebody won't set you off or you won't be triggered by something or you know how to navigate or you just have a sense of self-worth for yourself and know what you will tolerate and won't setting boundaries yeah it, please please i think the world would be a better place if we'd be like yeah we need help so yeah if you want to go do it go do it it doesn't mean you're weak or anything like that so at all there we go well I wanted to thank both of you again for <laughs> for taking this time. I think this was a very um, it was a very necessary conversation, and I definitely learned a lot. Um, and I just I really appreciate you all for being open. Uh, I know both of you all are very emotionally intelligent men. I love the work that you all. <laughs> you know, been doing on it. It's like, y'all out here growing <laughs> and shit. Like, it's a it's really <laughs> beautiful thing to see because, like I said, I've seen so many people who won't do the work. So when I see people do the work, I love it. Um, Because, I mean, it's it's the room for all of us to grow. Man, mm, you finished the No, no, we ain't gonna let it out, man. You know what I'm saying? This is a safe place, though. If you want to cry, go and let it out. <laughs> but um, go ahead and let the listeners know where they can find you on social media. For sure. Uh, with me, uh, Vandalism. Uh, that's with a YZ, not an IS on uh, Twitter. Um, and uh yeah, that's pretty much the only place I really want y'all to follow me. Everybody, everything else, like leave me you alone. Say y'all can't get up in his personal business. Nah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> so you gonna get is that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell nah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, you can reach me or follow me or whatever at J White the Prez on all platforms, J W H I T H E P R E Z. 
Um, subscribe to the Henny Nights podcast. Um, that's my podcast I've been doing for a bit. I've had Van on. I'm going to get you on, Randy. I swear. I'm going to yes. get you on. I'm going to get back in the groove. We've been talking about it for hellas. I know. I apologize. See, I'm taking ownership. There we go. No, there, we go. there we go. Life be life. Life be life. I get Hey, yeah. I get That's so, right now. <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit is for the, everybody to see. Like, oh, he said he's going to do it. So, um, yeah, check right. that out. Subscribe to it. Uh, listen to it. Got plenty of content there. Just enjoy it, man. It's a lot of similar talks to this and a lot of some ratchet stuff on there as well. So, you know, you got to mix it, got to mix it up. But yeah, thank you for uh, having both of us on, man. This is, this was dope. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do either one of you have any closing remarks or anything, any little uh, of wisdom or anything you want to share? Man, stay y'all monk ass at home, man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> bro. Please. Bro. Like, no, for real, man. Y'all really sit down at restaurants, G. Like, I was watching, no lies. I was watching, don't ask why the hell I was, I was watching this shit, but I was watching, like, this old Mike Tyson versus Trevor Burbrick uh, fight um, on YouTube earlier today. And it was, like, 20,000 people there. And I was like, Ew, we used to be around 20,000 people breathing the same oxygen and shit. Hey, bro. Like, hey, bro. I was like, yeah, that shit is going to be weird, bro, when it, if it opens back up. It's going to be weird being packed on top of each other. Stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, the first concert is going to be like, what? And I ain't got a mask on? No! <laughs> ain't no way. Like, for real, like, I, I'm not gonna say what that shit gonna be like, but it's like, you know. Yeah. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird, and it's gonna be different, bro. <laughs> oh, that shit gonna be weird. I'm not looking. Like, I'm, like, I'm gonna have a hard time fully enjoying whatever the hell it is that I'm doing, because I'm, in my head, I'm like, yo, that concert was fire, but, like, I'm getting a little tick on the back of my throat, like, is this that Corona? Like, did it come yeah. back? Like, yeah. You know? So that shit's gonna be weird. But until that vaccination comes, which all y'all goof asses need to go get, um, just stay at the crib, man. I promise you, them chicken and waffles is not that fire. I promise you. <laughs> I promise. exist. Like, go get that shit and take it back home if you want it that bad. It's not yeah. gonna hit if you take it in that. In you know that, what? In it's that, right because I don't want no reheated chicken and waffles. I don't, mm. I'm not reheating the waffle. I don't care. I air fryer my ass. I'm not. <laughs> I can cook my own chicken and waffles. And to be completely honest, that shit would probably slap harder. And that's well, what go. I want. Learn how to make it at the crib. Y'all better learn how to cook, man. <laughs> listen, if you grown and you don't know how to cook, like, and, they, and this, this is not gender specific in any form or fashion. Cooking at this point is literally just time. At this point, just... Figure out what spices work for you, but it's time. Knowing how to actually fry, bake, or the, the thing for the particular amount of time, that's all you need to know. Do the spices and get that together and figure it out. But yeah, no, fix that shit in the crib till the time. I promise you. I promise you that catfish platter is not slapping enough. Said to the catch catfish. <laughs> Listen, I've had some fried catfish. Do not get me wrong. The Keisha I Cole did. plate. <laughs> the, the, the good, the good Keisha Cole play. I'm, I'm with. I, I get it, but it's good when you out when it's safe. 
risking your <laughs> health for it, however. serious. Man. To be yeah. seen, to be to holler, like to holler at him or something, like I don't know what you be doing. Now we both out here being reckless. Like what do like because I mean, where is it going from where is it going from there? You finna pick up you finna pick up a new piece in the middle of a panty? Like you finna trust that? So I am of the belief that you should only be spinning the block with old work. Like I'm not I'm not for going to pick up new chicks in 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 a panoramic, but you can definitely But are you requesting two tests now, an STD test and a COVID test? You kind of gotta. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. That's where you should be. It's just but it's just too much, and you could just not do it. That's what I'm saying. Once you get to that point and that vaccine is out, I need to see that card, boo. I'm not having the card. Write me all your papers. I need like, that card. What's popping? I'm not I'm uh, risking this. I'm telling you all the documents I need. Just bring me a whole last manila folder. Give me with the <laughs> with the give me right. with that, in itself. I need that. Drop, drop it in my email. Like, go ahead, drop it. PDF it. All right, bet. Say less. For real, it's not even a conversation. People, like I said, we was kind of talking about that before the show started. Like, cats being weird about like I'm being real with you. Like, even because, like I said, like y'all know I DJ, do all those this, that, and the third. I'm not cool with having nobody in these events and niggas ain't got no type of a. My health at risk. You can put yours at risk, but you're not finna put my health at risk. Nope. You gotta have that car. You ain't with that car, bro. What is we talking about? Stay your ass in the crib. You're not. Gonna be in this world. Bro, it, the concept of a card is so fucking funny to me. I don't it's know. wild. Yeah. It's wild, bro. It's oh, wild. Bro. However, like the way these niggas is dying, <laughs> I need to see it. Oh <laughs> shit, man. I need uh, to see it. Bring gonna it have over. gonna have gonna have hole punches and shit. Like, yeah, got bro. that. Like <laughs> I got that. I got that. I got that. Good. Oh, you need my vaccination card? Yeah, well, bow. Just like a library card. Straight up. Right. Put it on the window for you to walk in the crib. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, all right, y'all. You can find me on Instagram at BN. That's the letter B, the letter N, free with Simone Pot. You can also like Being Free with Simone Podcast on Facebook. And I'm Simone Being Free on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace.